center of the universe and the Thrive15.com world headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Hall Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, the father of five human kids, and it is my civic duty to help America boom again. Again, my civic duty is to help make America boom again. And how do I do it? Uh, I'm not talking about Moabs. I'm not talking about dropping massive mother of all bombs on uh, the 37 terrorists. But uh, this is not a political show. This is a show where we uh, focus exclusively on how to grow your business. And today's topic, I'm so excited to get into today's stack of stuff and today's topic because we have so many of you who've been emailing us uh, this, the, 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 the same question or, or a question very similar to it uh, over and over on a daily basis. A lot of people are asking, how do you find your passion? You know, as an entrepreneur, how do you find your niche? How do you, how do you find as a human that, 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 that thing that you're going to be uh, pursuing? Uh, that some people, some people might, might call this a career, uh, a, a career path, a, a destiny, a purpose. How do, you, how do you know you're headed the right way? And this show is definitely not a, a spirituality show or an, a show where we uh, coach you as a, as a psychologist. It's definitely a business coaching show. But uh, I've titled today's show, Finding Your Magnificent Obsession Wherever You Go. Again, I've titled it today, Finding Your Magnificent Obsession Wherever You Go. Lessons Learned from a Decade of Business Coaching. So here, here let me kind of set the table. Let, let, me, let me set the table, and then we'll sit down together and have a buffet of, awesome, of awesomeness together. So have you ever thought about the masters? Have you ever thought about anybody who, are, who is an, an absolute master of what they do, somebody who is truly the best in the world or amongst the best in the world at what they do. Let me give you some examples. Uh, with music, uh, Ryan Tedder is a Grammy award-winning um, artist. He's written songs for uh, Beyonce, for Adele, for U2, for, I mean, we can go on, for Jennifer Lopez. We can list off, the, we can list out the who's who of music and he has been writing for them. Or Hans Zimmer, uh, he's the, the guy who composed the scores for the Gladiator movie, Interstellar, Pirates of the Caribbean. What Pirates of the Caribbean. And what about comedy? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, right? Uh, Steve Martin. Uh, what about in business? I mean, Steve Jobs or, or Paul Graham. You know, Paul Graham is the guy who helped uh, launch Airbnb, Reddit, and Dropbox. Uh, so, I mean, how do, how do you become those kind of people? How do you become somebody who is just truly a master of what they uh, do? Well, I'll tell you this. Step number one, and I encourage everybody to write this down is you must obsess about something. You must find the one thing that you're uh, committed to obsessing about, that one idea that you just cannot get your mind off of. You know, Paul Graham, again, the guy who was the co-founder of Dropbox, Reddit, Airbnb, he started in an entrepreneurial um, 
incubator. So it's an, it's an incubator for entrepreneurs, a place where entrepreneurs can go and start their successful companies. When they don't have the capital and they don't have the wisdom, but they have the idea, a lot of times they go to Paul Graham and his business called Y Combinator. In exchange for giving up a share of the business, he shows them the proven path. And he says this, he says, it's hard to do a really good job on anything you don't think about in the shower. Let me repeat that one more time. He says, it's hard to do a really good job on anything you don't think about in the shower. You know, Steve Martin says this. He's commenting about mastery and how he became so masterful at comedy. He says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. Again, I repeat, he says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. Um, so, both of these people are saying you have to think about something so deeply that you think about it in the shower. I mean, you're not, you're not, when you're in the shower, you're not thinking about, you know, wow, this shampoo has 33% more, more shampoo than normal. That's amazing. No, he's talking about you're, you're so obsessed with your business that you think about it while you take a shower. I mean, Steve Martin is saying, hey, I don't have a lot of talent, but thankfully persistence is a great substitute for talent. And uh, Ryan Tedder, who happens to be from Tulsa, Oklahoma, He's a guy who lived just down the hall from me at Oral Roberts uh, University. I lived on EMR 4 North, which is, if you go to Oral Roberts University, it's the, it's the fourth floor of a dormitory called EMR. It's an all-men dorm, and at the far south end of that dorm, and on the, uh, what would be the south, so it'd be the west, on the west side, the southwest end of the hall, there Ryan Tedder lived with uh, Josh Guthman. And uh, those two guys uh, uh, lived down the hall there, and, and uh, Ryan was obsessed with music. And he actually wrote this song uh, recently called Wherever I Go. And I'm going to play um, the lyrics of the song during today's show, and then I'm, we're going to kind of decode it uh, together. I know I could lie, but I'm telling the truth. Wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. I know I could try looking for something new, but wherever I go, I'll be looking for you. All right, let me break down those lyrics for you. He says, I know I could lie, but I'm telling the truth. Wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. What he's saying is he could lie and say, you know, I, I'm not obsessed with music. I'm not obsessed with becoming the best I could be at music. Um, but he says, no, no I'm, I'm, not, I'm not lying about this. I, I am obsessed with music. Or he's asking you, the listener, you know, what are you obsessed with about? Be, be truthful. What is it that you are obsessed with? Uh, what is it that that interest that you have that you've always had that you're into? It's just like something you, you really deeply care about. Well, well, for me, it's business coaching. Uh, people hire me as a business coach because I am obsessed with mentoring millions of diligent doers. That's my thing. Like, that's what I do. That's what I'm good at. Um, that's what I've been doing for a very, very long time. And people will reach out to me and go, man, it just seems like a, fr a friend of mine, this, this is an example. This just happened this week. Someone called me and said, hey, a friend of mine uses you as a business coach in your, your, your Thrive15.com program. And uh, apparently she's been able to grow her company uh, almost five, enlarge the size of the company by almost five times in the past three years. And I've kind of watched you do it. And I, how do you, how do you learn all this stuff? I mean, how do you, how do you know all this stuff? How, how do you, um, I, I, I want to hire you guys, but I want to know, how do you know all this? What, what school did you go to? Uh, what, what did you read? What, what, what one book did you read? 
And uh, I, I always, you know, answer the question respectfully, but it happens all the time. And so I always will, will say, well, I've read uh, Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill. Uh, then I've read, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've read uh, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. I've, I've read um, all the Stephen Covey books you can get your hand on, you know, How to Be a Highly Effective People, that kind of thing. Um, I read every kind of book that I could possibly find on public speaking, everything from Jim Stovall's newest unreleased book to the uh, Dale Carnegie books to the Brian Tracy books. And then they're like, well, what about search engine, though? How do you know about search engine? I'm like, well, I've, I've read all the books about that, too. And, and it goes on and on and on. And the thing is, that's something that I obsess about. So in these lyrics, when he says, I know I could lie, but I'm telling the truth, wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. The shadow is the thing he's obsessed about. And I ask you, the listener, what is it that you're obsessed with? I encourage you to get out a pen today, write it down, and write down what, what is it that drives you. He goes on to say, I know I could try looking for something new, but wherever I go, I'll be looking for you. The thing is, he could move on to something new, right? He could try to find a new passion or a new hobby, but Ryan Tedder is obsessed with being the best musician on the planet. Hans Zimmer is obsessed with being the best composer on the planet. You, you have to. You have to absolutely obsess about something or you'll never be great at it, right? So Robert Greene, he's a best-selling author, and he wrote this book called Mastery. And he has a notable quotable in this book, and I want to read it to you. And I want you to just to kind of think about your life, the context of your life, and, and let's see if we can figure out what you need to do. What's, what's the next step for you to become a true master of a given subject? He says, you must engrave deeply in your mind and never forget your emotional commitment to what you are doing will be translated into your work. If you go at your work with half a heart, it will show in the lackluster results and in the laggard way in which you reach the end. If you are doing something primarily for money and without a real emotional commitment, it will translate into something that lacks a soul and that has no connection to you. You may not see this, but you can be sure that the public will feel it and that they will receive your work in the same lackluster spirit it was created in. If you are excited and obsessed in the hunt, it will show in the details. If your work comes from a deep place within, its authenticity will be communicated. My friend, as a business coach, my mission is to mentor millions of diligent doers. That's what I'm obsessed with. That is the thing I get into. Um, I love helping you. As an, as an example, there's one local business in Tulsa called Face and Body. Face and Body, over at 96th and Riverside. And there's another business in Tulsa that I can think of that just, these are just ones that are coming to the top of my, my uh, head here. It's called Barbie Cookies. So Barbie Cookies is over there at uh, 95th, I believe, yeah, 95th and Memorial. And then at 96th and Riverside, there's Face and Body. Well, if you Google Tulsa Cookies, or if you Google many of the varieties of words related to uh, cosmetic surgeons in Tulsa or Tulsa plastic surgery, that kind of thing, face and body comes up top in the Google, Google results. And why do they come up top in Google? Well, because our team of uh, business ninjas is helping to optimize their website. But beyond that, why do I even know how Google works? I mean, how did I figure it out? And how, how did I crack, how did our Thrive15.com uh, team kind of crack the Google code? You know, there's so many blogs out there that give you erroneous information. There's so many hack strategies that you could be implementing. 
Why is it that when you Google Tulsa cookies or Tulsa gluten-free cookies or gluten-free cookies in Tulsa or every variation of anything you could possibly type into your smartphone, why is it that Barbie cookies comes up top? Why is it that face and body comes up top in Google results? Why do I know that Adweek recently came out with a study that said that 81% of consumers read Google reviews before buying something. Why do I know these things? I mean, what is wrong with me? I'm, well, I'll tell you what's wrong with me. I am obsessed, and society would say, buddy, you've got a problem. People might joke around and go, he's got a lot of time on his hands. I'll tell you that. I, that Clay Clark, all he does is read you know, search engine books. It must be nice. No, it's because that's what I do. I've, de- I've determined what I want to become a master of. And I've decided, I've decided that I want to become the world's best business coach. I know what it's like to grow up and to be financially limited. I know what it's like to work at a soul-sucking job. I worked construction. I worked in concrete. I worked in, you know, at Target. I worked at Applebee's. I did different jobs I didn't like. And what I decided to do is that I'm going to find something that I'm going to do that I'm going to become great at and that it's going to help people on a deep level. And when I started DJConnection.com, my entertainment company that entertained thousands of people, uh, for some reason I felt it was like the hollow uh, chocolate Easter bunny. I felt like I I helped people have a great night, but I didn't help them to have a great life. And so I decided to sell that business because I wanted to involve involve myself in something that could make a bigger impact from my perspective. And that something was Make Your Life Epic, my uh, consulting and PR firm, which has now turned into Thrive15.com, the world's most affordable online business school. You should check out Thrive15.com. We come back, we're going to talk more about mastery and how you can become the best you that you can be. My name is Nikki Warren and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly and I'm a fashion designer. I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z and uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing and it just made me, you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be you know get it. I need to step it up a lot more and and the uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is going to really get me where I want to go with my goals. I think it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented. You know, I'm an artistic you know, artsy person, and I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged. And, you know, the humor, the real life experience, um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me, and it's just very relatable. And so, for me, I am having a, a, a ball. Like, I was so excited to come yesterday. I was had, I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach, and uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly, and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of uh, model, and 
um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference, and so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style. Love the presentation. Uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder, like, what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome. Some people lie but they're looking for magic Thrive Nation, welcome back to The Conversation. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, the father of five human kids, and I am obsessed with being the world's best business coach because I am obsessed with helping you to achieve uh, time freedom and financial freedom. You see what I did there? I said time freedom and financial freedom. I think a lot of people feel like that time freedom is a mutually exclusive idea. Uh, with financial freedom. You know, they, they feel like if I have financial freedom, I can't have time freedom. Now, if I have time freedom, I can't have financial freedom. No, no. You can have both. But the thing is, in order to have both, you have to build a business that can repeat, uh, uh, that can make a repeatably uh, sustainable profit without your direct involvement. So eventually, I mean, when, you, when you first start a business, I mean, you have an idea, which is basically to solve a problem that the world is willing to pay you to solve. So as an example, we talked about cookies, um, with Barbie cookies as an example. Um, when she started her business, uh, she was able to start it to, uh, you know fairly quickly once she decided to move forward because she sold cookies that people were willing to pay for. You know, she people have people have a problem. They're hungry. Uh, I think in Oklahoma, pretty much everybody's looking for something to eat. Uh, and then when they're done getting something to eat, well, then they're gonna go get something to eat. I mean, that's just sort of the Oklahoma thing. A lot of times you'll go to like a, a concert to be okay, and everyone says. Well, hey, before the concert, uh, why don't we all uh, we'll go to, we'll go get something to eat, and then after the concert, uh, we'll, we'll go get something to eat. I mean, that's what people do in Oklahoma, right? So uh, it's a it's a good state to do that. And so she was able to solve a problem that people were willing to pay for. But then, how is she going to scale it? How is she going to make it repeatable and duplicatable so that people all over the planet can enjoy her cookies without her direct? Involvement and today, with a big topic we're talking about is mastery. How to become, uh, how to find your magnificent obsession wherever you go. 
lessons learned from my decade of having worked as a business coach and studied the world's most successful uh, people. So think about it here. In, in, the, in the world of comedy, who is the best? I mean, who's the best? I mean, arguably, we could say Jim Gaffigan, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Steve Martin. Uh, what about a business? Who, who is the best? I mean, who, who is our modern-day guru of business? We could say Steve Jobs. We could say Paul Graham. Uh, we could say Elon Musk. Uh, well, Paul Graham says this. He says, it's hard to do a really good job on anything you don't think about in the shower. Steve Martin says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. I mean, think about that. Uh, Hans Zimmer, okay, this is one of the best-selling uh, 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 composers of all time. The music that he writes has been used in uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack, uh, Gladiator, uh, Interstellar. You know, he says this. He says, if something happened where I couldn't write music anymore, it would kill me. It's not a job. It's not just a hobby. It's why I get up in the morning. And professionally speaking, that's what business coaching is for me. That's why I do it, because I am passionate about helping you to achieve your financial goals. I mean, Dr. Z and I have already been able to do it uh, with our businesses. I built djconnection.com. I built epicphotos.com. I built Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge with my brother-in-law, Justin. Uh, he's built Dr. Zellner and Associates. He's built the, uh, the largest, one of the, one of the largest, most successful auto auctions, uh, Z66AA.com in the region. He's invested in Regent Bank. He's built A to Z Medical. Uh, I've helped build the, the wedding show. I mean, I can go on and on the things we've done, but it's not about us. It's about you. And so what we're doing today is we're decoding the lyrics of a, of a master of music. Ryan Tedder. And Ryan Tedder expresses himself through his music, through the lyrics of his music. A lot of people know that he's written the songs for Beyonce, Adele, U2, Jennifer Lopez, insert the artist, uh, Taylor Swift, but a lot of people, Ed Sheeran, uh, but a lot of people don't know that Ryan Tedder went to college right here at Oral Roberts University and uh, was you know located just down the hall from me and, and a great guy, a hardworking guy, and he has committed himself to becoming a master of music. And in his song, his recent song, Wherever I Go, uh, he speaks about this concept of, of obsession. Some people lie, but they're looking for magic. Others are quietly going insane. I feel alive when I'm close to the madness. No easy love could ever make me feel the same. Oh, wow. There's so much meat to unpack there. I feel like I'm a member of the Packers or something. There's so much to unpack there. Wow. Okay, so this is what he says. He says, some people lie, but they're looking for magic. Well, what does magic mean? Um, magic means basically having supernatural powers, right? And he says, some people lie and say, you know what? I don't want to be a master of anything. I don't want to be truly great at anything. You know, to me, what I want to do is I want to have life balance. You know, I want to be, I want to be just balanced all the time. You know, I want to be not too good at basketball or not too great at baseball or not too great at business or not too good of a painter. I just want to be, you know, okay at everything. Well, I don't think that you do. But I think that focusing on one topic for a long time is scary to people. I mean, I think a lot of people don't have never done that before. And so what they do is he says, some people lie, but, they, but they're looking for magic. You know, some people are lying. You, you say that I, I'm not really wanting to be awesome at anything, but you do. And then he says, others are quietly going insane. 
Well, what does insane mean? You hear all the time people say, well, the word insanity means, it says this. Insanity, though, this is the definition of insanity. I'm going to read it to you, and you tell me if, if this, if this uh, is what you hear all the time. Because people always say, well, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, that's insanity. But here's actually Webster's definition of insanity. And I think, and I think Webster does a good job. He says, exhibiting a severely disordered state of mind, affected with mental illness, unable to think in a clear or sensible way, insane with jealousy. Uh, used or intended to describe people who are mentally ill. Um, I would say this. people. There's people out there that I know that are very frustrated with life. They are not happy with the way life is going. And rather than saying, you know, um, I'm focusing on trying to find something I'm passionate about, something I'm good at, um, what they do is they just quietly go insane. They, they quietly go insane. They don't go insane with a big... Um, uh, uh, you know, they don't run around yelling at people saying, I'm frustrated with life and life's not the way I want it to be. And I didn't think life would grow up. I didn't know that I would grow up to be this way. In high school, nobody said that I would get a job I didn't like, work there all the time and struggle financially and never get ahead and just be perpetually irritated. I'm just frustrated. But a lot of people don't say that. They just think that. In fact, there's a book, a book written back in the day by Henry David Thoreau called Walden. It came out in 1854, and I'm, I'm sure that you, that you missed that book. But uh, the, the premise of the video, Wherever I Go, is based upon a line from this uh, book where he says, The mass of mankind lead lives of quiet desperation. Quiet desperation, meaning that you're trying to be a good soldier, you don't want to complain, you don't want to rock the boat, but you're frustrated. He goes on in the lyrics to say, I feel alive when I'm close to the madness. No easy love could ever make me feel the same. What he's saying is he feels alive when he's chasing mastery. You and I both feel alive when we are trying to get awesome at something. When, you're, when you achieve peak flow, when Steve Martin is delivering comedy, when Ryan's writing music, when Hans Zimmer is writing his music, when Steven Spielberg's writing a movie, that's their deep flow. And they feel, and most of us feel alive when we are close to this madness. And no easy love, no, no, nothing that we, could be, that we could become easily good at would make us feel the same. Stay tuned. DriveTimeShow.com. Looking for something new Cause wherever I go I'll be looking for you My name is O'Neill Bent and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife Sharita Bent and uh, I learned a lot more from her and also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing, I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website, and um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge, is not based off of uh, someone else's ideas, it's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, there's a chimney outside, so we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It just feels really good. You have music blaring, 
uh, friendly faces, people say hello, and then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on, um, and everything looks modern. So it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing, though, because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through, um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit the right time. Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening. And then when it's the bathroom break time, you're surprised it's already there. So um, I like how he talks about these practical experiences, and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things, and it's because he knows that that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think uh, you, you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you. And he's definitely helpful. The experience I've, ex I've had at coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward, and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, or if you're listening from thrivetimeshow.com, you're a podcast listener, welcome back into the program. My name is Clay Clark. I am the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. Uh, typically, I broadcast from the uh, thrive15.com world headquarters in the box that rocks uh, the audio dojo of Mojo. But today, I'm broadcasting from the man cave, where people are always learning earning and burning. That's what we do here at the Man Cave. And today I am talking about something that I could not be more passionate about. It is finding your magnificent obsession wherever you go. Find, finding your magnificent obsession. What is the thing that you truly want to become a master at? As an example, Ryan Tedder, best-selling, uh, he's a Grammy-winning artist, best-selling music ar artist out there. Um, he's written for Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Adele, U2, insert the name of the big celebrity, he's worked with them, uh, Ed Sheeran, you know, comedy. Think about Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Steve Martin. You, do you remember the movie Father of the Bride, The Jerk? 
Remember his stand-up co- comedy? Because I am a wild and crazy guy. And then he went on from that to do The Jerk, right? Remember The, remember the Father of the Bride? Do you remember that movie? Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? These people are absolute masters at what they do. But just because you're great at something doesn't mean you're going to know how to build a successful business. And that's why we host our monthly in-person workshops at thrivetimeshow.com. You can learn more about them. There's scholarships available for everybody, so they're super-duper affordable. But Dr. Z and I, we are obsessed with growing successful businesses. That's how we've done it. And so we teach you the skills that we've learned over the decades at an in-person workshop. If you want to attend, just go to thrivetimeshow.com. Find out more information. We have a scholarship available every Every single person can afford these world's best business workshops. The whole workshop is focused on results, results for you. My success is is gauged based off of based off of the fruit that diligent doers that are, that are my clients can produce. So Barbie Cookies, I mean this company has grown four almost five times larger than where they were just a few years back. Um the Tulsa Oilers this year they set a season ticket record. Uh, for most tickets sold in a in most tickets sold for an individual game, they filled up the BOK for the first time. They filled up the Bank of Oklahoma uh, concert hall, the big the big uh, arena there. The, the Tulsa Oilers professional hockey team they filled up the arena for the first time. That's the stuff I get pumped up. As long as they're a diligent doer, you know, someone who actually does what they're supposed to do. If someone wants to come to me and just have like a, a virtual TED talks where I just business coach them and teach them all the things they're supposed to do, but they're passively aggressively committing to not doing it. I frankly don't care if they have success or not. I, I don't have time to, to get into that. But for somebody who's a diligent doer, that's what I'm obsessed with. I want to help that person achieve success. And so today we're breaking down the masterful lyrics of Ryan Tedder and his group One Republic's uh, song, Wherever I Go. Some people lie, but they're looking for magic. Looking for magic. Others are quietly going insane. Quietly going insane. when I'm close no to the madness. No easy love could make me feel the same. No easy love could ever make me feel the same. Well, my obsession is, is, like I said, to become the world's best business coach. What is your obsession? What is it that you are obsessed about? Listen to these lyrics. He says, some people lie, but they are looking for magic. I mean, some people are just saying, nope, I'm not looking to become a master. I want to be the most balanced person in the world. Sure you do. Others are quietly going insane, meaning you're just frustrated with life. It's not turning out the way that you want it to to turn out. But he admits, he puts his heart out there and he says, I feel alive when I'm close to the madness. Meaning that when you're pursuing something at a white hot level of intensity that people aren't used to, a disproportionate focus, a a fiery passion, an ardor, if you will, A-R-D-O-R. And the word ardor means a fiery passion. When you have an alacrity, or an, an, an eagerness to learn something. Um, that's what he's talking about. He says, because no easy love could ever make me feel the same. What does it mean, easy love? He's talking about things he could achieve easily. Like, you know, you don't feel a sense of accomplishment when you turn your blender on for the first time, as a general rule. I mean, some of us, I guess, feel a sense of mastery when we, when we find the, the remote to the TV. You know, it's the, the kids have hit it or we've hit it from ourselves. Uh, for me, I'm always losing my wallet. Uh, maybe I feel a sense of mastery when I find my wallet. But as a general rule, None of us feel a sense of accomplishment or we feel um, satisfied unless we're achieving something that's hard to do. And so he says in that lyric there, I mean, he says these lyrics, I could just marinate on these lyrics forever. But he says, no easy love could ever make me feel the same. Well, Napoleon Hill 
is a best-selling um, author whose book Think and Grow Rich changed my life. It's unbelievable the impact his book made in my life. But he was the personal apprentice of Andrew Carnegie. And Andrew Carnegie was the world's wealthiest man during his lifetime. He went between the number one and number two most wealthy man between him and John D. Rockefeller. And so Andrew Carnegie taught Napoleon Hill specifically how to build success in the world of business. And so he documented that into um, several books, but specifically the most uh, well-known is Think and Grow Rich. And I'm going to read you a notable quotable that uh, Napoleon Hill wrote about obsession that is awesome. He says, with time, your burning desire and constant effort will bring your your, uh, magnificent obsession into reality. Let me repeat that again. He says, with time, your burning desire and constant effort will bring your magnificent obsession into reality. When they say it can't be done, find a way to do it. A magnificent obsession will occur in spite of the obstacles that stand in its way. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. Well, well what is an example of that? Um, you know, as a business coach, you know, my magnificent obsession is obviously coaching businesses, you know, becoming the best business coach in the world. However, however, I, I, I couldn't um, help my clients achieve success if they did not have a real problem that they were solving for real customers who were really willing to pay for the real results that they deliver. And so one company that comes to mind is Tip Top Canine. And these guys are obsessed with training your dog to be the most well-behaved animal on the planet. And they do a very good job of it. Uh, in fact, my daughter now interns there. But if you get a chance to check out, just Google search Tip Top Canine. Or maybe type, type in uh, Tulsa Dog Training. Uh, Rachel and Ryan are obsessed with training dogs into delivering the highest quality service and training possible for each and every one of their customers. And it's so uh, refreshing working with these guys. They, they, they reach out to me. They're looking for a business coach, um, not because they want someone to, to help them invent a product that'll sell, but they already have something that'll sell well. All they need is a logo, a website, an inbound uh, sales script. They need repeatable uh, uh, sales systems. They need a customer relationship management software. They need help with their accounting. They need checklists. They need management training. They need merit-based pay systems. They need business cards. They need one sheets. They need so many things, but they don't need a magnificent obsession because they already have found it. They are obsessed with dog training. That's why he's so good at it. That's why his team is so great. Now, when we come back, we're going to be decoding more of Ryan Tedder's lyrics to the song Wherever I Go by he and his group One Republic. And I just encourage you during the break, write down what, what, what are you passionate about? we got to figure out the, the, the design of the decade, that, that magnificent obsession that you're going to focus on for the next 10 years. Stay tuned. I know I can lie, but I won't lie to you. Wherever I go, you're the ghost in. I'm Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google, um, you know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. The Thrive Time Workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. 
if you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. He's it's very upbeat. All over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn. And so if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can tell he, he's being he real. He doesn't care about offending people. Yeah, he just wants to help you. <laughs> so I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, what we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month -month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. I know I can lie, but I won't lie to you. Wherever I go, you're the ghost in the room. I don't even try looking for something new. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. I'm the father of five human kids, uh, the owner of Camp Clark and Chicken Palace, where we raise chickens and kids um, and rabbits and uh, cats. And no, but seriously, I am obsessed with becoming the world's best business coach. And I judge my success based upon the fruit that diligent doers like you can produce in your life. I've already been able to achieve uh, time freedom and financial freedom with my uh, companies, uh, djconnection.com that I've built and epicphotos.com uh, I've built and Fears and Clark Realty Group. And Dr. Zellner's had tons of success with his companies. You know, Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates, the optometry clinic that's been leading Tulsa's optometry industry for 25 years. Uh, the Z66 Auto Auction, A to Z Medical. There is a myriad of successful companies that we've been involved in, and now we are shifting our focus on helping you to achieve your success. And today's topic is finding your magnificent obsession wherever you go. You see, people who are masterful at what they do earn exponentially more than everybody else. As an example, Jerry Seinfeld is consistently funny. Uh, as a stand-up comedian, he's hilarious. But then when he made his own TV show, people thought, oh, you know, I don't know if he can pull it off. I mean, TV's a lot different than comedy, you know, stand-up comedy. Well, he went on and dominated that. Then he came out of, out of the TV back into stand-up comedy. But anytime he touches something, he obsesses on it. He wants it to be the best it can be. Uh, Tom Hanks, as an actor, obsesses on it. Elon Musk in music, I mean, the guy in, in, a, in business, Elon Musk has started, you know, PayPal, which is a very successful company. Then he goes on to start Tesla, uh, the, the electric car company. Then he starts SpaceX. I mean, it's like he has a Midas touch. And so what we're doing today is we're breaking down a song that's all about the level of obsession needed to achieve mastery in the short time that we have on this planet. And uh, there's a song that Ryan Tedder wrote. Ryan Tedder is a guy, he's an Oklahoma, uh, from right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He attended Oral Roberts University, and he wrote a song called Wherever I Go. And what we're going to do today, to keep it kind of fun here for you, kind of mix it up a little bit, we're going to play an excerpt of the lyrics from his song, Wherever I Go, and then we're going to break it down in the context of you. So here we go. I know I can lie, but I won't lie to you. Wherever I go, you're the ghost in the room. I don't even try looking for something new. 
All right, so what he's talking about here on the first line, he says, I know I could lie, but I won't lie to you. So he's saying, no, I, I know I could tell society, look, I, I'm not obsessed. I mean, Hans Zimmer could tell society, I'm not obsessed with music. I'm not, that's not something I'm obsessed with. I, I have life balance, you know, I, I'm not obsessed with anything, right? But then Robert Greene in his best-selling book called Mastery, where he dissects how the people in the world who are truly the uh, greats among us, uh, how they've been able to achieve success. He says this, he says, the time that leads to mastery is dependent upon the intensity of focus. So as a business coach, you know, when other people are, are doing their version of, re of relaxation, I'm reading case studies. Um, this is what I'm into. I mean, I, I read books like The Service Profit Chain, um, Bruce Clay's most uh, recent and updated search engine uh, books. That's what I do. I read the Paul Graham essays. Uh, who's Paul Graham? He's the guy who started um, Reddit. Uh, he started Dropbox. He started Airbnb. Uh, he's the entrepreneurial incub incubator uh, guy who started Y Combinator, and he's had a ton of success in the marketplace. But that's what I do. I mean, so he, Ryan, Ryan is saying in his lyrics, he says, I know I could lie, but I won't lie to you. Wherever I go, you're the ghost in the room, meaning, meaning that no matter where I go, you're the ghost, uh, not you as the person, but, but the obsession is the ghost in the room. Wherever he goes, he's thinking about that thing. He says, I don't even try at this point. I don't even, I don't even try looking for something new because wherever I go, I'll be looking for you. What he's saying is that he has this obsession and no matter where he goes, that obsession is in the room. Um, so I'll give an example. When I started DJ Connection uh, back in, in the day out of my dorm room, I thought about it everywhere I went. I would go out to eat and I'd be thinking about, I wonder if I could take some of the decor that I see in this room and put it into... Uh, my DJ office. I wonder if I could take just a few of the things I'm seeing and put it in my office. Whenever I would go to a, uh, see a, a comedian in concert, uh, I remember watching a, a comedian by the name of Sam Greasebaum on a cruise boat for, I believe it was uh, Norwegian, no, it was Princess Cruise Lines we went on. And I remember thinking I could incorporate some of the things that he did in his routine into my show. I remember going to a Higher Dimensions church there by Carlton Pearson, uh, Pastor Carlton Pearson, before he switched uh, religions. And I remember going to his church and thinking, I wonder if I could take his uh, progression and the way he sets the table, the way he sets the expectations for his uh, congregation, if I could take those ideas and those words and apply them to DJ Connection. I was always thinking about it. And Paul Graham, uh, the best-selling um, uh, author, as well as the guy who's behind uh, Dropbox, Reddit, and Airbnb, validated that when he said, it's hard to do a really good job on anything you don't think about in the shower. So you've got to decide today, what is that thing that you're going to obsess about because you got to put it in your head and think about it all the time because when your conscious mind is sleeping, your subconscious mind will still be working at it all the time, 24-7. And only then, according to Malcolm Gladwell and his book, The Outliers, only once you've uh, invested 10,000 hours uh, focusing intensely on a subject can you become a master at that subject. And once you become a master of something, the world will line up and pay you more uh, than you could possibly imagine. I know as a business coach, people from all over the world reach out to me because they've heard that I've actually worked with, and this is true, but I've worked with companies like Hewlett Packard. Um, I've worked with, with Maytag. Um, I've worked with Valspar. 
I've worked with uh, uh, Canbar Properties. I've worked with OxyFresh. I've worked with, I mean, I can go on and on all the companies I've worked with, and they reach out to me because I'm obsessed. I have a reputation for knowing my stuff. People don't reach out to me because of my uh, dance moves. I mean, I have a, a, like a C-minus repertoire of dance moves. People aren't lining up and paying me for this. You know, uh, People don't line up and pay me for my, my B-minus singing ability. People don't line up to pay you for something that you're mediocre at. People only pay you for something that you master. And in order to master something, you've got to obsess about it. And that's why I love this song, Wherever I Go. I'm going to play another excerpt of the lyrics, and I'm going to try to keep my brain from exploding as we marinate on these incredible lyrics to One Republic and Ryan's uh, Wherever I Go. Some people try. Oh, wow. Wow and wow. Let me read these lyrics to you. It says, some people try, but they can't find the magic. It means that some people have been trying to find something they can obsess about, something they can become truly great at, but they they haven't yet. And he says, others can get down on their knees and pray. I, I know people all the time who are praying for a job. And I'm not saying that God can't help you create create a perfect niche in the world uh, for you. I'm not saying that God doesn't have the capacity to connect you with a job. What I am saying is you got to send out your resumes. You've got to obsess on it. I remember when I started a DJ Connection. You know, when you are when you own a business, you don't send out resumes, but you're sending out marketing materials. And you're trying to get a job. It's the same thing. And I remember people at Home Fellowship telling me I should pray that God will help me get jobs. And I'm sure God could help me do that, but I just try to not ask uh, God to help me with my marketing. I like to just get deals. So what I do is I, I, I studied the most successful companies on the planet. I implemented a system called the three-legged marketing stool, which by the way, we're going to teach that at our next in-person Thrive Time two-day, 15-hour workshop that you need to get out to, by the way. Go to thrivetimeshow.com and get your tickets. They're un- it's an unbelievable value, what we teach. But anyway, I learned the three-legged marketing stool, and I obsessed on it, and it worked, and that's how I booked Boeing and UPS and some huge corporate accounts. I booked Bama companies. I booked Coca-Cola. That's how, as a 22-year-old man, I received the Entrepreneur of the Year Award for the city of Tulsa, not because I was born with a silver spoon, but because I was obsessed with becoming the very best entertainment service on the planet. He goes on to say, I come alive when I'm close to the madness. No easy love could ever make me feel the same. What he's saying is he feels alive when he is white hot focused on something. When that intensity gets to a level where it almost becomes a, a flame with that fiery passion, that's when he feels alive. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Some people try. My name is Sean Lohman, and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually, Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties, and then I fix them up, and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific. 
So when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries. And he's teaching us how to look at it from that angle because he's he owns nine businesses. Clay Clark owns nine businesses. So he's he knows what's in common with all of them. So he's teaching these big principles, things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look or specifically what your, your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable. Um, those are some of the biggest things that I'm going to take away and implement immediately. It's, a, it's an intimate environment. You know, there's less than, less than 30 people here, business owners, so you get a chance to ask questions and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and you know we're, there's a sales team in here, it was Friday. So you know they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales and it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see you know, how, this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific, and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is, he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop. And so that's really where you know, the learning takes place, is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know, take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked, and sometimes that's just natural. Um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're going to learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six actually in the last year. So uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, always, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it. So I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea and I'm behind it 100%. So I wanna contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year. I am the guy who has uh, started Thrive15.com, the world's most affordable business school, and I am a guy obsessed with helping you to achieve your financial goals. And I've got some good news for you. That once you, once, you see, once you become a master of something, once you become truly great at anything, the world will line up and pay you copious amounts of money to do that thing, as long as that thing solves a problem for other people, right? If, 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 you have a, if you're a master of something, 
that, that the world will, is willing to pay for, you will always, always uh, have abundant financial success. But you've got to find a problem that the world has that you're obsessed with solving. And uh, today, on today's show, uh, what we're doing, because today's show is all about how to find your magnificent obsession wherever you go and how to uh, become the best you that you can be, how to become a master of something, um, we are going to be breaking down the lyrics of Ryan Tedder's song, Wherever I Go, which was written all about this concept of obsession. And so I'm going to play a little excerpt of the song, and then I'm going to break down those lyrics, and we're going we're gonna to learn a little bit about not only the lyrics of, of One Republic, but we're going to learn about what it looks like to become a master of something. <laughs> Ryan Tedder was uh, practicing his music. He went to EMR North, which is uh, the dormitory there at Oral Roberts University. He was on the fourth floor on the north end, uh, or on the south end of EMR North, um, and uh, I was just down the hall from him. But he, you'd walk by his room on the way to class, and he'd be in there playing his guitar. You'd go to bed, and he'd be playing his guitar. He'd be playing the keys. He'd be singing lyrics. He'd be harmonizing with himself. He would be writing music. He would be imitating Peter uh, Gabriel. He'd be imitating uh, the, the rap stylings of, of Tupac. He'd be imitating In Sync. He'd be singing five-part harmonies with himself. I mean, the guy was obsessed with becoming the absolute best musician that he could be. So when he wrote a song like this, it, it didn't uh, surprise me or shock me. But I'm going to read these lyrics to you. He says, I know that I could lie, but I'm telling the truth. Again, he's saying, I'm being transparent with you. I, I could lie and say I'm not obsessed with, with music, or, or uh, but I am. And he says, wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. I mean, what, there's a shadow. I mean, Thrivers, think about that. Wherever, What is that thing? What is that obsession that you have that no matter where you go, you're always thinking about it. He says, I know I could try looking for something new. I, I mean, I could spend time doing that, but wherever I go, he'll still be looking for the, the, for the thing. It's like a haunting thing, right? Um, so I'll give you an example. Um, OxyFresh was started by another Tulsan who also went to Oral Roberts University, a guy by the name of Jonathan Barnett. And his company, if you look it up right now on your computer, it's oxifresh.com, oxifresh.com. And his success has been well-documented. He has one of the fastest-growing uh, franchises on the planet. Um, if you live in a state where you can buy an OxyFresh uh, franchise, I highly um, recommend that you you do it. And, uh, and full disclosure, he actually owns one-third of one of my businesses called the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge. Uh, that's the uh, uh, men's grooming business. Uh, uh, experience that we've created for you. Uh, Justin Moore, my brother-in-law, founded it, and uh, we co-founded it together. He, it's, it's his vision, and it's sort of my marketing and my systems, and that's kind of how we've, we've done it. And John is a partner that will be helping us franchise this all over the planet. But as I think about OxyFresh, and I think about Elephant in the Room, um, both of these are businesses that uh, the founders obsessed on. I mean, if you Google uh, carpet cleaning quotes, go ahead and just take the challenge. Google carpet cleaning quotes for a second. You're going to see that Jonathan has 100,000 reviews. And as a business coach, again, I pride myself, my, I pride myself on the success 
of that my, that my clients are able to achieve as long as they're diligent doers. If I have a client who wants to come to me to just have me tell them what books to read and what strategies to do, but I get the impression, I see that over time they don't actually want to implement anything, I really I really don't care whether they have success or not. And in fact, a lot of times I'll just fire the client. I'll tell them, hey, you know what? You're not a diligent doer. You're an intender. You're a pretender. You're somebody who talks about things, but you don't get them done. So let's go ahead and wrap it up, right? That's, that's, that's basically what, what the uncomfortable conversation you have to have as a business coach from time to time. But for somebody who's a diligent doer like Jonathan, I mean, how awesome is it to see when you go to the call center that uh, uh, was only an idea and only a conversation a decade ago, and now you can see the call center when you can see thousands of carpet cleaning jobs being booked on a daily basis. It is awesome. How, how rewarding does it feel for me as a business coach to walk into the elephant in the room uh, men's grooming lounge and to see all three locations fully booked out? I mean, there's one at, at 17th and uh, I'm a bad partner, 17th in Boston, uh, 65th and uh, Lynn Lane there in Broken Arrow, and then one at 91st in Yale. We're working on a fourth one right now. And I can just tell you, uh, the experience is so good that we came up with this marketing strategy that it's a dollar for your first haircut. It's a dollar. I mean, it's a dollar. People ask all the time, well, how can you guys afford to offer the first haircut for a dollar? Well, Thrivers, the thing is, we, we couldn't, we could not do that if, if the majority of you weren't wowed. But what's happening is we have over 3,500 members who are spending their hard-earned money to go to the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge because they're finding an experience unlike anything else they've ever witnessed before. I mean, you walk in, and it feels like you are in um, the coolest sports bar, the, 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 uh, the most awesome uh, man retreat on the planet. You go in there, there's an adult beverage, there's a paraffin hand dip, there's Edison bulbs, there's rustic decor, there's reclaimed brick, there's, there's live-edge wood, just awesome stuff that dudes want. All of the accoutrements, all of the pageantry, all of the ambiance, all in one place. And it's just, it's, it's, your men are overwhelmed with how awesome the experience is, and they come in for a dollar, and they leave as members to the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge. And because we're always booked out, people want to become a member because they know that if they don't get in, they won't be able to get in. It's an awesome thing. But you have to find your thing that you obsess about. I mean, as a business coach, I'm obsessed with your success, right? But here's another example. A, a client I'm working with right now is called Peak Medical. Uh, it's, up, it's up there in uh, the uh, uh, Boise, Idaho area. And uh, uh, he, his business is awesome. He's obsessed with LIS software. How many of you even know what LIS software is? He's obsessed with it. He is motivated. He thinks about it all the time. If you go up to peakmedicaltech.com, peakmedicaltech.com, you can check it out. I mean, this guy is obsessed with it. So I talked to him on the phone the other day. I mean, he is having record sales months, just rocking and rolling, but it's because he's obsessed with it. He has found one thing, a design of a decade, something he's going to focus on and commit to, and that's how he's able to achieve massive success. He comes to me as a business coach because he wants to know how to build a successful company, but he already has the, the core product there, Thrivers. And again, I can keep reading this Paul Graham quote to you because I want it to sink deep into your cranium. Paul Graham, who built Dropbox and Reddit and Airbnb, he says this little secret. He says, it's hard to do a really good job on anything that you don't think about in the shower. Psst. Hey, 
it's hard to do a really good job on anything you don't think about in the shower. I mean, Steve Martin, here's a little tip from Steve Martin. He says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. Think about this. Robert Greene, the best-selling author of a book, Mastery, where they do nothing but study the world's most successful people and figure out how they did it. He says, the conventional mind is passive. It consumes information and regurgitates it in familiar forms. The dimensional mind is active, transforming everything it digests into something new and original, creating instead of consuming. You know, Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs. Here's a notable quotable from my main man, Steve Jobs. And Thrivers, why do I know this stuff? Because I'm obsessed with you achieving financial and time freedom. That's what I think about. When I go to bed, I think about this stuff. When I wake up, I think about it. All I've thought about for almost a decade is helping mentor millions of successful entrepreneurs like you. I know what it's like to not be able to afford air conditioning. And it sucks. It suck. It really does suck when you can't afford air conditioning. When people come over to your house and they're like, hey, how come the candles are melted? Um, yeah, because I wanted to melt them. No, because I can't afford air conditioning. When people are coming over to your house going, hey, what show do you want to watch? And I'm like, well, you know, I, you know, I prefer to focus my energy primarily on my business. It's because he couldn't afford, I couldn't afford television at the time, right? People say, why do you drive uh, all these beat up DJ vans? Because I couldn't afford awesome DJ vans yet. And now going back in it, now back in and retro I still would not buy awesome DJ vans because I'd rather invest my money on marketing and growing my company, not on DJ vans that the brides and grooms never see. Thank you very much. But the thing is, I've been poor and I know what that's like and it sucks. It's not a good feeling. But I know what it also feels like to thrive and to be dominant in business. I know what it feels like to go into an industry, to go into a trade show, to speak at an event where everybody knows your name and they know why you came, and that's because you dominate. I know what that feels like, and that is how you need to feel because you need to become a master of something. So let me give you a notable quotable from Steve Jobs. He says, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. I think he's talking about mastery. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. And that is what's so profound about the music and the lyrics of Ryan Tedder's songs. If you if you listen to to any One Republic album, the meaning of his lyrics are it, it's incredible. I mean, when you when you when you listen to the song wherever I go, um, in in its entirety, which we're gonna do before we get out of here today, um, it's just amazing when you realize that his song is about obsession and the level of focus and intensity it takes to ever become truly great at something. If he, if he passively wanted to become a good artist, I guarantee you um, it wouldn't, uh, he would not be where he is today. But he actively has decided to become a great artist. Do you know that he's won Grammys, but for this new album, Oh My My, he actually hired a vocal coach 
to hit the high notes in the song wherever I go. I mean, he's already a Grammy Award winning artist, and even he has hired a vocal coach to help him hit the high notes on that particular song. He wanted to be able to hit it when he was doing live performances. So I'm asking you, why don't you have a business coach? Why don't you have somebody helping you to become the best you that you can be? Uh, Maybe it's finances. Maybe you just haven't done it yet. Maybe you're busy. Well, I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com. That's thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for the next two-day in-person workshop. These things are interactive. They're informative. They will they will engage your mind as never before. And we have a scholarship available, so there's absolutely no reason why we should not see you at the next in-person thrivetimeshow.com workshop. Stay tuned. Some people pray in the God for some magic. My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show. And then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call, and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO getting us a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and uh, the employee side of things it's gonna help our business drastically oh very uh, intuitive just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business uh, the interview process the employee process uh, if employees not working out we let them go it's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Oh, I know I've asked a couple of questions, and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the the more business coming in and then once that is coming in then he uh, helps you with the employee process of uh, do I need to hire more people do I need what what do I need to put in place and he gets you there you hear of all the other different type conferences and I I myself have never been to one but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed and I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in and of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it. Some people pray in the God for some magic. Cause no easy love could ever make them feel the same. No easy love could ever make me feel the same. Make 
Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and it is my civic duty. It is my mission. It is my calling to help make America's businesses boom again. I am absolutely obsessed with becoming the world's best business coach because I know that as the, a cause and effect relationship, the effect, uh, the, the result is when, when, when I can help coach your company to where it needs to go, the financial fruit that that produces in your life is life-changing. Um, I've seen it happen time and time again, and I, I, when I see somebody who's working all the time, exchanging all of their time for money, uh, that, I, that doesn't feel very good. I don't think anybody likes to see somebody slaving away, um, working every single hour of their day just to pay the bills. But when you're able to um, take something that you're passionate about, take your, your passion and turn it into a profit center, or, or to be able to at least build a business that can create enough revenue for you so that you can pursue your passions. When you, can, when you can see somebody achieve time freedom and financial freedom, knowing that we just had a small part of that success, it is awesome. I mean, as an example, go just look up OxyFresh, O-X-I-Fresh.com. Uh, Jonathan now is uh, the founder of, of, of OxyFresh. Jonathan Barnett is now a partner. He owns one-third of the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge. But the story behind the story is you know, he went to Victory Christian Center. He was raised by a single mother. Uh, he attended Oral Roberts University, and he tried his best to uh, play on the basketball team. He didn't get a chance to get much playing time, so he transferred to another college and did very, very well. And then he had this idea to start a successful franchise. And that idea turned, went from an idea into a few action items, you know, some things that he committed to doing. He wrote some things down. And it went from an idea to some action items to, a, to something he thought about often, to something he began to be very interested in, to something that became a, a hobby, to something that, that grew, that the flame kept growing and spreading. It became a, a, a passion, if you will. It began to become an, an obsession. And right there when it became an obsession, that's when the business began to boom. The word obsession means a, a fiery passion. or The word ardor, I'm sorry, the word ardor means a fiery passion for something. Um, it, it, when you're obsessed with something, it's like you cannot stop thinking about it. You're, you're, you're consumed by the idea of it. Um, you, you can't go to bed. Uh, when you wake up, you, you think about it. The state of being obsessed is the idea of having a thought in your brain that continually preoccupies your subconscious mind. And that is why, that is why you and I have to choose carefully what we're going to become a master of. I mean, if, if I became a master of, of Larry Bird, uh, you know, the basketball player who used to play for the Celtics, if I became a master of Larry Bird knowledge, um, I don't know that that would help me achieve financial success. I don't know that people would line up and go, this guy knows everything about Larry Bird. Do you know that Larry Bird actually didn't grow up in French Lick, but he grew up in a town next to French Lick, but it only had a thousand people? Or did you know that Larry Bird, his father committed suicide? Wow, we should pay the Clay Clark because he knows everything there is to know about Larry Bird. No, people aren't going to uh, pay me for my vast knowledge of Larry Bird, although I do know a lot about Larry Bird, and I do recommend his book, Drive. 
the story of my life. Why do you know that? Because I'm obsessed with becoming the world's best business coach. And so I study successful people and I try to distill their techniques, their systems, their processes, the things that allow them to become the best them that they can be so that in a, a way of uh, almost like I'm, I'm building a tapestry. When my team is coaching with you, the client, and you come to us with a unique industry and a unique niche, my team uh, will always have the answers to your business questions because um, that's what we do. I mean, we just know all the best practices. We have them all. And so now we're going to go ahead and invest some time to play the lyrics uh, from Ryan Tedder's newest album uh, called Oh My My, and the song specifically is called Wherever I Go. We're going to play the lyrics, and then we're going to decode them together because this entire song is about obsession. Some people pray to God for some magic Okay, now now calm down for those of you out there that are extremely right wing um, and very conservative, of which I am. Okay, calm down, calm down. But I'm going to read a lyric to you that might have a kind of a religious meaning to you, but just calm down. I'm going to read it to you. He says, some people pray to their God for some magic. Well, magic means basically having superpowers. And I know a lot of people that, that pray that they're going to become great at something. He says, because no easy love could ever make them feel the same. What he's saying is that people are praying for supernatural skills and talents, for something that they can master, for something that can give them purpose, because nothing easy, I mean, will ever make you feel fulfilled. I mean, if you're a master of stapling, if you can just staple the crap out of a document, and there's never been a document that you can't staple, I bet you don't feel too awesome about it, right? I mean, if you can, as a kid, we could all ride our bike, right, with both hands on the on the uh, steering, you know, uh, area there. We could all ride the bike, two hands on the handlebars, and we could just steer our way, and we're just doing good. But there, there's always that one kid, you know, who could who could take his hands off of the handlebars. And people are like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, Keith, you can take your... I remember Keith could always do this. Keith could always ride. Keith and Jason. These two guys, we lived in 1925 West Memphis in uh, Broken Arrow in the Wedgwood uh, neighborhood growing up there. And I remember Jason could always ride his bike with no hands, and so could Keith. And then there would always be this one guy, and that was usually Keith or Jason, who could then stand somehow on the bike, on like the center column of the bike, on the, the, the central uh, piece of the bike, without using their hands. They would just stand up there and somehow ride down the street like there's some kind of circus act. Well, when somebody gets that good at riding a bike that they can do that, you know, you have two options. Either one, you can clap and go, oh my gosh, Keith, Jason, that's awesome. Wow, you guys are, are rocking on that bike. And we could, you know, do that and we could we could go back to our, our room and go or go back to our house, go back to our parents' home and just think to ourselves, how is that possible? That's awesome. That is great. Or we could do the easy move, which is what most people do. Most people uh, have a, a, a passive mindset. You know, Robert Greene writes about this in his book called Mastery. He says the conventional mind is passive. It consumes information and regurgitates it in familiar forms. But the dimensional mind is active, transforming everything it digests into something new and original, creating instead of consuming. Basically, most people would say, well, that's stupid. Probably has a lot of time on his hands. You know, I swear if I if I had that many, many hours of free time in my life, what I would do is I would also become really good at, at bike riding. But I have a family and I have other things that I want to do. So I just don't have time to become awesome at something. No, everybody has uh, time to become awesome at something. 
You can't become awesome at everything, but you can become awesome at something. So he says some people pray to their God for some magic, a.k.a. mastery, because no easy love, nothing easy makes you feel the same. He says no easy love could ever make him, make me feel the same, make me feel the same, same, same. What he's saying is, look, I'm no different than you. I uh, wouldn't feel fulfilled either unless I'm doing something that I'm mastering. And that's what it's about, is finding a magnificent obsession, something you can obsess about for the next 10 years. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Watts, we have, she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work um, and, you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time and I can't plug my phone into my truck, it's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows um, and so that's you know it took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it I think it's wonderful it's it's been great it's a great environment um, I love the feel in here and I really love how you know entertaining uh, Clay can be as well um, yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, t I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think I can go home and... Like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything, it's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff is just, you know, a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life. I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time and it's so entertaining and I, I just love being here. It's awesome. I, I really like the smaller class group, um, so it is more of an interaction, even if it isn't, you know, a constant, raise my hand, here's the question, here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of feel, just, just a smaller It's great. Yeah. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So. Yeah. Clay's been very giving with his, his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, you know, at work, you know, when I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get rich scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again. Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and I am honored to be joined, joining you here uh, today on the Thrive Time Show. As always, where we focus on teaching you and providing you business school without the BS. I think for a lot of people, um, the frustrating thing about life 
is when you get into your 30s, I'm 36, when you get into your 30s and you start to see um, somebody who you knew uh, who has started to gain massive traction in their life, like world-famous traction and success in their life, and they've been doing the same thing since their 20s. You know, when you look up and you see somebody who's achieving massive success now in their 30s or 40s or 50s, but they've been doing the same thing since their 20s. I think think it can be frustrating for a lot of people who look back and go, man, why didn't I stay the course? Or man, I wish I would have found my thing earlier. I wish I would have found the thing that I'm good at, you know, 10 years ago, because then I could maybe be good at it. Well, that, that, that could be true, but we can either choose to get bitter or better. And today's show is all about helping you to find your magnificent obsession wherever you go. Today, we're talking about the lessons that I've learned from my decade of business coaching, and we're juxtaposing it with the lyrics of Wherever I Go by Ryan Tedder and his group One Republic. Because if you're on, on Google and you type in One Republic uh, or you type in uh, wherever I go, lyrics, meanings, or what are the what are the, what is the meaning uh, of the One Republic wherever I go song? What does that mean? Um, you know, you're going to find that Ryan Tedder describes the song is about obsession, and I am obsessed with the topic of obsession because um, I know that everybody in the world who's truly awesome at anything has obsessed about that subject way past what everybody else would think is normal. I, I can't tell you how many times people have told me, why are you so obsessed? I mean, I remember when I was building DJ Connection, and I used to sit down. I was building DJConnection.com, which went on to become America's largest uh, wedding entertainment company, and it's now doing very, very well and under new leadership uh, since I sold the business to uh, Jason Bailey. The company has grown all over the planet. He's doing a fine job. And one of the things that, that I used to obsess about is, is the alphabetizing the songs and categorizing the songs to make it easy for people that had never DJed before to put on a masterful performance. So let me just tee up the scenario. Let's say you're at a wedding and you want to start the wedding and make the wedding exciting. Well, we developed this thing called the group photo trick. And so what you do is you say, all right, ladies and gentlemen, now at this time, the bride and the groom, they want to do this. uh, They want to gather everybody around for a photo. We want to get a photo, a photograph with the bride and the groom. So I need every single person on the dance floor, whether whether you're friends of the bride, friends of the groom, family, we need every single person on the dance floor. So everybody kind of gathers around, you know, they kind of gather around by some sort of scenic area at the uh, Golf Club of Oklahoma. Uh, we did this for Dr. Zellner's uh, daughter's wedding, for Bridget, Dr. Bridget's uh, wedding at the Golf Club of Oklahoma. I do it all the time. So everybody gathers around and we say, hey, folks, we're going to take two photos. The first one is kind of that serious, kind of that professional photo. So everybody get ready. And then, boom, we take the photo. The second photo, I say, now, folks, this, this second photo, this is going to be kind of the one where, we, where we're going to activate the jazz fingers, where we're going to use the spirit fingers, where we're going to bring some enthusiasm so everybody to put your hands up in the air wave them around like you just don't care but i know you do and here we go folks the count of three one two three and then when they take the photo i cue up the song you know you make me want to shout lift my hands up and shout come on don't forget to say you will and i tell the audience folks while you're out here you might as well do, do, do this do the shout dance with us and then everyone starts shouting and then boom and it starts the wedding that way right well then after the shout what's the song you play well you want to play the twist why because people who know the shout know the twist Old people go to bed early, young people stay all night, and then what, what, what song do you play after the twist? Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, you want to go into like some 60s, right? Why do I know this stuff? Because I've done a ton of them, right? You want to play Respect, 
R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. You, know, you want to play the songs that people know because you, you play that song, Respect, and that goes right into the 70s. You want to go into the 70s, Brick House, right? Then you want to play play that funky music. And then right after that, you want to play Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. You know, and then you want to go right from that into Rapper's Delight. A hip hop, a hippie, a hippie to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop, a rockin' to the... And why do I know these songs all fit together? Because I've done it over and over, and I'm not passively learning. I'm, I'm mastering it. I'm obsessed with it. And I would teach the DJs how to do the Soul Train line. I would teach them how to teach the Cupid Shuffle, the Electric Slide, the Conga line. I went from a wedding being a passive event... Uh, a, a passive activity, a wedding DJ performance as being just a dude hitting play with some speakers and turning it into almost an art form. And you can't do that passively, but I had to obsess about becoming the very best disc jockey that I could be for almost, well, actually for over a decade. I focused on it for over a decade. Now I'm going to read a notable quotable to you from the best-selling author Robert Greene and his book, Mastery. He says, All of us have access to a higher form of intelligence, one that can allow us to see more of the world, to anticipate trends, to respond with speed, by deeply, or with speed and accuracy to any circumstance. This intelligence is cultivated by deeply immersing ourselves in a field of study and staying true to our inclinations, no matter how unconventional our approach might seem to other. Through such intense immersion over many years, we come to internalize and gain an intuitive feel with the rational processes. We expand our minds to the outer limits of our potential and are able to see the secret core of life itself. When we, it says, we then come to have powers that approximate the extinct instinctive force and speed of animals, but with the added reach that our human consciousness brings to us. This power is what our brains are designed to attain, and we will naturally, um, we will naturally lead to this type of intelligence if we follow our inclinations to their ultimate ends. What he's talking about is an animal is instinctive. You know, so that an animal doesn't die. If like a hawk is flying down after one of my chickens, this happens all the time, by the way. It drives me crazy. So a hawk comes down, it comes swooping down, and the chickens are like, and they have to run. They've got like a split second to instinctively respond. You know, when Michael Jordan played basketball, he had a split second to decide how to get around his defender, how to rebound the ball, how to make that perfect pass. Uh, um, a skilled musical artist like Ryan Tedder in concert, he has a split second to decide how he's going to respond to the fan who yells that crazy statement or to the energy in the room or to the lack of energy in the room. But becoming a master of, of live performance requires time and focus. And as an example, um, getting to the top of Google, uh, if you type in the word Tulsa Mortgages or Tulsa Mortgage, there's a guy who's at the top of Google. It's called Total Lending Concepts. Uh, Total Lending Concepts and specifically Steve Currington. Well, how did he get there? He got there by first asking the business coach the question, hey, what do I need to do to get to the top of Google? And we taught him the system. But then he is faithfully 
executed the business coaching system to the point of mastery. He's executed it every day when he doesn't feel like it. He comes in and he continues to record those podcasts, and that's why he's top in Google. If you want to learn how to become top in Google too, you owe it to yourself to get out to our next in-person Thrive Time workshop. But don't take my word for it. Go ahead and Google Thrive 15 Conference Reviews read the reviews. When we come back, we're going to teach you more about how to become an absolute master of your field. I'm Ken P. Lott, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff I know that I needed to do but didn't know how to do it. Uh, Web page, uh, how to hire people, sales, uh, making a schedule, making programs, I mean just a lot of stuff. I mean it's overwhelming but it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected. I've uh, been to different workshops and uh, you're just waiting for the sales punch you know and they give you ideas and stuff but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote and this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable, makes you laugh so it opens you up to receive and hear better. Uh, this is great. It's a lot of interaction. You, you can ask him questions, you can help he can, I mean, if you don't understand something, he can explain it more. So it's very, very helpful. I mean, it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching, but there's so much they can learn and to easy steps that they'll grow their business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. Um, it's very laid back and a lot of information and it's a comfortable setting. It's it's awesome. It's a really good good experience. And you've given me the best gift that I've ever known. You give me purpose every day. You give me purpose. All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former United States Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year. Um, as a business coach, my entire focus is helping great people like you to achieve uh, success uh, so you can have financial freedom and the time freedom needed to pursue your purpose. But what if you, what if you don't know your purpose? I mean, what if you have yet to figure out that thing that uh, you're, that, that, that compels you, that thing that, that preoccupies your mind? What if you've yet to find that thing that emotionally um, it, it allows you to, to commit to it? What if you haven't found the thing? What if you haven't found your thing? I mean, what if you're in your 30s and you haven't found your thing? What if you're in your 40s and you haven't found the thing? You see people out there who have found their thing, but yet you have not yet found it. You, you, you haven't found it yet. You know, you see other people who are talking about their passion for life. They're on Facebook going, absolutely having success. I'm dominating. I'm opening up my new business. I'm, 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 
I'm doing well with this area of life, but you're going, I don't, I don't really know what I'm excited about at all. Well, that's why I encourage you to get out to our next in-person Thrive Time workshop because it's, it's time that you invest 15 hours. Now is the time for you to invest 15 hours into you into figuring out how you can become the absolute best you that you can be. You've got to find out that you have to find your 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 design of a decade. You've got to find the thing that you can commit to and become obsessed about because in our society if you think about it, I mean think think about comedy. Um Steve Martin is by far uh, at at the at the at the top of that that, that comedian uh, world. There's there's Steve Martin, there's there's Jerry Seinfeld, there's Jim Gaffigan. There's sort of like the top 3 to 10, you know, there's the top of 1 to 10 comedians and then there's Everybody else. And, and the, the income level of the top 10 is just massive, right? And then you, we all know a guy who's moderately funny, who does it on the weekends, who no one knows their name, right? Or in the world of business, you have uh, Elon Musk. He built Tesla. He built PayPal. He's building SpaceX. Um, Steve Jobs. He co-founded Apple and then went on to reinvent the digital computer animation with Pixar. He took over as the CEO of Pixar, released the movie Toy Story, then came back and introduces the iPad, uh, the iPod, the iPhone. I mean, he's just changed the way we live today. I mean, Thomas Edison. I mean, this guy, think about this. One guy introduced recorded audio, recorded video, and the modern light bulb to the planet. I mean, how different would the world be without Thomas Edison? Uh, what about what about in business? I mean, what, what about in music? What about music? What about music? Think, think about music here for a second. Um, you know, Ryan Tedder. Okay, he's a best-selling, uh, a Grammy award-winning artist, and it's so easy to cheer for him. He's from Tulsa. It's so easy to cheer for him to be excited for him. But what about the work he's had to put into becoming the best? What about the the obsession? Did you know that Ryan uh, was actually, and, and I don't know if Ryan would would disagree with this, but uh, he was uh, taught uh, a piano, the, the the Suzuki method by Renee Pride right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the same piano teacher that my kids had. Um, he attended Christian Chapel, um, a church that, that I went to. Uh, he went to Oral Roberts University. He sang uh, Frontline, uh, which is like kind of like a lead singer, one of the lead singers for the uh, music ministry at Oral Roberts University. He did a lot of things that a lot of other people I know uh, did. But the thing about Ryan is he decided to commit to becoming the best musician he could possibly be. I mean, today... If you Google search Ryan Tedder and you Google the songs that he's written, it's impressive. I mean, he's written, um, and these are just, I'm just going to fire off a few because I think when you when you hear him, you're going to go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe he's written all that. Already Gone by, Cl- by Kelly Clarkson. Bleeding Love, one of the top songs in Europe there by Leona Lewis. Um, Too Late to Apologize. He's written for Adele. Uh, he's written for... Uh, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Gym Class Heroes. He's written uh, The Good Life for One Republic. He's written, I mean, it just it, Taylor Swift's music. It goes on and on and on. But how did he do it? How did he become so good? Well, it's because he's obsessed with something. And so the thing I encourage you to do today is I want you to find your magnificent obsession. Because once you find that obsession, you can take it with you wherever you go. Right. And I'm just telling you, having been a business coach for over a decade, uh, coaching businesses, helping them learn the proven strategies and systems needed to create financial and time freedom. 
I have found at the root of every single one of these massively successful companies, you're going to find somebody who is obsessed with becoming the very best that they can be in that given field. You know, Paul Graham, uh, the guy who launched a Reddit, Airbnb, and Dropbox, we said this earlier, but I'm going to read it again. He says, it's hard to do a really good job on anything that you don't think about in the shower. Um, Steve Jobs goes on to say, your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it, keep looking. Do not settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. And so I'm going to play for you the entirety of the song, Wherever I Go, uh, written by Ryan Tedder, Tulsa's own Ryan Tedder and his group One Republic. I'm going to play it for you. And, and this, this song is written about obsession. It's about finding your thing, finding your place in this world. I know I could lie, but I'm telling the truth. Wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. I know I could try looking for something new. But wherever I go, I'll be looking.
drivers, my hope and prayer for you this year is that you will find your magnificent obsession, that this will be the year where you can find something that you can commit a decade to, because once you find that niche, once you find that passion where you can make your profits, life begins to change. I encourage you to get out to one of our next in-person workshops. Uh, because you live in Tulsa, uh, for many of you, you can get right out to it. But most, most people fly here from all over the world. But to get your tickets, go to thrivetimeshow.com. During this workshop, we're going to teach you search engine optimization. We're going to teach you sales. We're going to teach you marketing. We're going to teach you how to build repeatable business systems. We're going to teach you how to hire. We're going to teach you how to fire. We're going to teach you the legal, the legal aspects of your business. We're going to teach you how to differentiate yourself in a crowded marketplace. We're going to teach you about mailers. We're going to teach you about retargeting ads. We're going to teach you about just complete and total domination in, in the world of business. But it starts with you determining your F6 goals. What are your goals for your faith? What are your goals for your family, your finances, your friendship, your fitness, and your fun? And once you have determined what it is that is truly driving you, once you've found your magnificent obsession, we can help you unleash the beast into absolutely feast during this year. Thrive Nation, we'll see you at our next in-person workshop. And as always, three, two, one, boom!